0: It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Hello.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. How are you? How is everything? How's everyone at home? How's the family? What's going on in your lives, it's Friday, happy Friday everybody, we are back with another The Blank episode, now I put up an Instagram story and I said, babes, what do you want from me, what do you want, like what can we talk about, you know, like there's so much potential with The Blank episodes, which I'm actually really liking, like I'm really enjoying this, I feel like we can really cover a whole range of areas and topics with this whole Friday, I just said Friday with a T-H thriday theme maybe i was going to say thriday theme and get get the beginnings of the words mixed around anyway i feel like we have so much opportunity to really cover some topics here and i said what what do you guys want what ideas you have and the two most popular responses were sex the sex episode and self-love or confidence stuff like that the self-love episode so the self-love one is coming but the sex episode really did win by a long way so we are here to talk about sex I'm so excited I'm really enjoying these episodes because I feel like it gives me a great opportunity to really cover some topics really talk about things that you guys want to hear as well and also be that sort of person to talk about the things that maybe you might not have someone to go to to talk about it or might not feel comfortable talking about it. And I can just sort of answer your questions anonymously, talk about things that maybe you don't have someone that you can go to for and make everybody feel a little bit more comfortable. You know, let's talk about sex. Sex is so natural and so normal. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Fucking hell. Everyone likes it. I mean, well, not everybody does. That's not true. But I like it and I'm here to talk about it. So, I put up an Instagram story. By the way, before we get into it, I love you all so much. I hope you're okay. Thank you so much for all the love recently. I'm so so overwhelmed by our amazing strong beautiful friendship group that we have here together. I feel so lucky to have every single one of you and I hope you know and I hope you genuinely feel deep down in your heart that you have me too. Like I hope you don't feel like I'm just one of them people that's like, yeah, well, I'm your best friend. Ha ha ha. Follow me, follow me. Like no, no, no. I am here for you. And there's a lot of you that will be able to back me on this, that if you DM me and talk to me about, I don't know, Leah, what do I do? I want to go back to my ex, blah, blah, blah. I reply. And I'm like, babe, like somebody messaged me the other day. I actually asked her if I could play it out on the podcast. Um, And I'm about to play it out. But this is just an example of the fact that I really am your friend, okay? I'm not just saying it. Like I actually am here for you guys. So she sent me a DM and I did say to her like, do you mind if I play this on the pod? And she was like, oh, no, of course not. Go for it. So I'm going to play it. Here we go. This is this is a DM I received from one of you guys.
1: Leah, I'm sending you a voice note because my ex has just texted me. Well, messaged me on Instagram saying bad idea. But do you want to catch up over dinner? And I'm like, I know that that's a bad idea. Full on no, it is. But what would Leah do? and and this is a great story for the podcast yes so i'm gonna go on this date, amazing whatever it is i don't know and we'll just see how it goes and whatever happens happens and it's all it's all for the podcast thank you love you bye love you bye
2: see this is what i mean and i replied saying leah would do it keep me updated babes shag him p.s can i play this on the pod (laughs) and she said um i'm tempted to and of course you can and then we have this
1: Oh, wait, let me just add to this, right? So, first ever boyfriend, So when I was 18, and now I'm, like, nearly 27, so, like, eight, nine years ago. um, I saw him on a night out last weekend, and he, he gave me a lift home, but as we were leaving, we got pulled over by the police and he got breathalyzed. Ick. <laughs> no, the not the breathalyzer. That so, is a new home, ick and unlocked. Then his car broke down out for, outside of my house, so... Yeah, just a wild series of events.
2: <laughs> okay, new ick unlocked. Imagine being with a guy and he gets fucking breathalyzed. Like, ick. I mean, hopefully no one's been breathalized with you in their car because then that is that means that their driving is of some sort of concern to a police officer and then, if so, get out that fucking car, babe. But also, ick. Like, imagine, have you ever been breathalized? I've done a breathalyzer, not because I've been breathalized, but my mum works with like alcohol and stuff so she bought breathalyzer home once and i did it and it's actually hard it's actually quite hard like i ran out of breath and i've got lungs of steel i'm a singer do you know what i mean and i was like (sighs) gasping for air from this breathalyzer oh my god ick imagine that you have to step out of the car please mate just stay out there get out and stay out can't drive but I'll figure it out do you know what I mean ew anyway what the hell so off topic yeah the point is I'm here for you and I love you and I I want you to feel like you can message me if there is something you need a friend for I will reply if I'm available and if I read it I've got your back babes or if I have any advice <laughs> if I if I read something and I think she's fucked then I'll just reply and be like you're fucked babe <laughs> yeah you're fucked <laughs> I'm and I would never do that to you I would never have done this to you you know that TikTok. Anyway, fucking hell. I'm getting so annoying recently. I mean, I've always been quite annoying, but I feel like I'm more annoying recently. Hopefully, you guys disagree. I mean, I don't know. If you do, then I'm really, I'm sorry. I mean, if you agree. But anyway, so we're talking about sex, and I just said send in any topics you want us to cover, any questions or advice, and I will just do my best. Like I always like to say, I'm not a fucking expert. I'm certainly not a sex expert. But I am your friend, and if this is something that you would go to for a friend, then it's something we can talk about. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't need to be qualified to talk about these things. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is right. It's literally opinion. It's it's personal experience. It's it's besties having a chat. All right, that's all this is. So please don't please don't take me too literally because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But get comfortable maybe don't listen to this too loud if it's on your tv and your windows are open shout out to the girl who played it on her tv with her windows open and her neighbor complained about hearing someone talk about fingering shout out to me for that one yeah maybe if you're like around your parents and stuff i don't know how close you guys are of your parents but maybe this is one for the headphones anyway get comfortable and let's talk about sex Okay, somebody says, how on earth do you squirt? My boyfriend is unreal in bed and I just can't. So I want to first point out that squirting is is not a thing that all women can do. Like there is a certain percentage of women that can squirt. Let me look up how much that is. Okay, interesting result. It says anything between 10 to 54% of women can ejaculate. Why is it between that? Why Why isn't it just like, haven't you just done a survey or a poll? Survey. <laughs> is that the word? I don't think so. Anyway, apparently 10 to 54% of women can ejaculate. Um, and it says it produces a range between 0.3 mil to 150 mil. That's anything from a few drops to half a cup. That is insane. 150 mils of fluid. Where does that actually come from? Like, if you actually think about that, where does it come from? Like, where do we store that? In our bladder? Anyway, don't feel bad about the fact that you can't squirt. Um, it doesn't matter if, if you can't squirt. Like, you can still have an orgasm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, don't worry about it. And also, like. There are so many people that say, like, on porn and stuff, like, it's fake. Like, it's not even real. Like, when they squirt on porn, it's it's fake. So it's like this weird, horny fantasy when actually there is no difference between a woman that can and can't squirt. Like, if you're having an orgasm and nothing comes out, you're still having an orgasm. If you have an orgasm and 150 milliliters of fluid comes out, you're having an orgasm, you've just got a big mess to clean up. Do you know what I mean? So don't feel concerned about that. Definitely don't. It's, it's very common. But while we're on the topic, I also want to say a lot of women can't orgasm from penetrative sex. And I've spoke about this recently and I can't remember what the result was, but I did put up a poll on my story saying what percentage of you guys have ever had an orgasm from penetrative sex, um, which is coming in the Never Have I Ever episode on Sunday. So we'll get into that then. But I personally haven't like I've never had an orgasm from penetrative sex. Why is that so hard for my brain to say? Um So, like, there's just... Everyone's bodies are so different. And as long as what you're doing feels good for you and you feel comfortable, like, don't compare yourself to anyone else. And certainly, certainly do not compare yourself to porn. Because fuck me is that shit fake. So, yeah. That's my thoughts on that one. Next one. Sleeping with someone new after a long-term relationship. Okay, it's definitely weird, isn't it? Like, it's definitely like, oh my god. Because you're, you're used to that penis. Like, you're used to that penis or vagina or body or hands whatever it is you're used to that so when you feel something different everybody feels very different as well and everybody everybody moves different everybody is just so different in bed so it's like when you're so used to a certain way it can be really strange and also you have this like weird guilt thing sometimes where you're like I only have sex with that person and now I'm having sex with someone else and it doesn't feel right sometimes but honestly just do what feels right for you do it when it feels right um and if if you do it and then you think oh my god that was wrong that's okay like you don't have to regret anything like you can do something and process how it's impacted you and how it's made you feel and take that as take that from it do you know what i mean so yeah it's, it's definitely a weird one though i totally get you on that one it's weird the first person after a long-term relationship but then it's also like, here we go, new penis world or the new vagina world. Do you know what I mean? So enjoy it. As long as it feels safe and as long as it feels comfortable, do you, baby girl or baby boy? <laughs> Sometimes I forget I have male listeners because a lot of the people that actually interact with me are women. But shout out to all my male listeners. I love you so much. Um, somebody says, I need blowjob advice. I asked my gay best friend and he gave good tips. Okay, Amazing. See this is the thing because with gay best friends they're giving the blowjobs and they have the penis so that is probably the perfect person to ask. I however I'm not a blowjob expert so I'm not going to sit here and be like okay everybody here's how you give perfect head like jesus christ i think with oral sex and just sex in general it is so important that you communicate and it is all about understanding what your partner is into and what they like and what feels good because everyone is so different like this is the thing going back to like having sex with somebody after your ex it's like you're used to doing that to them because that's what they liked. But then you could do that with a new person. And they're like, ow, do you know what I mean? Like it's so it's so interesting how everybody's bodies can be so drastically different. So honestly, like I could sit here and give you textbook advice on the most perfect blowjob. But according to who, like according to the one guy who's told me that, that the head I gave was perfect. <laughs> and let me tell you, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> but what I'm saying is, what feels amazing for one guy might not feel amazing for the other. So, my if I'm going to give you any blowjob advice, it's going to be ask for open and honest communication. It doesn't need to be like, tutor me whilst I'm down there. Like, do you know what I mean? But it can be like, if it feels good, let me know. If something feels uncomfortable, let me know. And let's have fun exploring each other's bodies. You know, like it should be fun. It should be relaxed. Like, it should be a relaxed environment and you should feel safe to do that and explore each other's bodies together so yeah my only advice is communicate and same with receiving oral sex or sex in general like if you if something doesn't feel good like you can tell them like you don't have to feel rude or like um that feels fucking horrible can you not do that like you know delivery is key honeys like yeah communicate and and you're supposed to enjoy this as well. Like, this is the most important thing. I feel like as women, we've been raised to be like, we are here for men's pleasure. Do you know what I mean? And also, like, when it comes to blowjobs, like, you should be enjoying it as well. And if you're not enjoying it, don't do it. It's really that simple. Like, I don't want any of you doing shit just for him. Like, obviously, it is for them as well. But you, I want you to be able to feel like it's pleasurable for you or enjoyable for you. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? I'm not sure. Um somebody says how to feel relaxed during sex I often feel stressed so I feel like sex is such a mental game sometimes and if you're going for a shit time like if you're depressed or anything like that it can it can really get in the way so I would just say like work on your on your mental state outside of sex and hopefully it will feel like when it does come to going into the bedroom do you know what I mean because I feel like our our ability to get aroused, (laughs) why is that such a weird word, really does depend on our mental state. So if you feel stressed, then maybe you're just stressed in life or I don't know if there's any personal experiences that might make it stressful for you that maybe you could unpack. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like work on that away from it so that when it comes down to it, it might feel a little bit light for you but I feel like that is going to be quite personal to you because it will be a certain thing about it that is making you stressed you know what I mean so it's hard for me to kind of give specific advice on that one someone says normalize imperfect vaginas okay for sure like can I just say to you watch naked attraction like the difference in bodies on there is so comforting like everybody's bodies they look so different you know like what one person looks like, it's not what you're expected to look like at all. Like, it's no different to the fact that all of our faces are totally different. Do you know what I mean? Like You look nothing like me, and I look nothing like you, and I can guarantee our pussies ain't the same. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And that's okay. Like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the way that your vagina looks. If it's healthy, and it smells good, then fuck everything else, okay? Honestly, I, again, blame porn for this, because... It's given everybody the idea, especially a younger generation of men or, do you know what I mean? Just like, this is what a pussy is supposed to look like. And it's just like, according to who? Like, this is what mine looks like. Do you know what I mean? And that's all I've got to offer, I'm afraid. So fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? I don't feel like it does, but whatever. Okay, let's read out this one. Somebody says, I'm 23 and I've been seeing a guy for about seven weeks. I think we're getting close to having sex, but I'm actually a virgin. He now knows this and we've done other stuff, but I'm nervous as fuck. Is it going to hurt like fuck? Even when he fingered me, it was a little bit uncomfortable at times. Any advice to calm the nerves and make it a bit more comfortable? So I will go ahead and say, I've never met anybody in my entire life. Shout out to anybody listening who is going to change my mind on this. But I've never met anybody in my entire life who has had a pleasurable virginity experience and by that I mean it actually felt good I don't mean it was like bad I just mean I've never met anyone that was like oh my god I just lost my virginity and it felt fucking good like I don't know anybody that it was actually genuinely great like oh my god that felt great do I mean everybody I know is like oh it was just weird and like I was really tense or like it hurt or like I bled or it was it was awkward do you know what I mean So I feel like don't worry too much. If you feel ready and if you feel like you're safe to lose your virginity with this person and you're comfortable to lose your virginity with this person, do not overthink anything else. Like it may, it may hurt a little bit. Some people it does. For me personally, it didn't. I didn't bleed. Like I was okay. But I know loads of people that was like really uncomfortable and that there was a little bit of blood and stuff. So like I said, everybody is different. But again, I'm going to keep saying this, I feel like throughout this episode, communicate, if it hurts, please tell him, please tell him, and you know, he knows you're a virgin, so I'm assuming he's going to go easy on you, Jesus Christ, um, and I think sex gets better with experience, personally, like, I feel like the more sex you have, the more you understand what you like, and you feel more, it feels less alien to you, and you feel more comfortable having it, and you, you experiment more, and it gets, it gets more pleasurable over time, so I feel like, take it nice and easy, do you know what I mean, like, make sure that you're communicating, make sure that if it's uncomfortable, you, you let him know, and, and take a breather, do you know what I mean, if it's only a little short time, that's okay, cut it short, don't feel like you just need to go until he's satisfied, do you know what I mean, um, and if that, if there's a moment where you're like, oh, that actually felt quite nice, do that, you know what I mean, so, yeah, um, you'll be absolutely fine like honestly it's we build it up in our minds to be this like really daunting oh my god it's gonna be so painful and I'm gonna bleed everywhere and it's gonna be so scary and so it's just like you do it and then you think what the fuck was that do you know what I mean and then before you know it you're shagging someone's fucking brain off their shoulders do you know <laughs> <laughs> all right next one somebody says um from, for someone who has never had sex ed, how to do it, foreplay, orgasms, everything. So like I said, I I cannot tell you like how to do it because for everybody it's going to be different and what feels good for me might not feel good for you, do you know what I mean? Or what feels good for you might not feel good for, for somebody else and stuff like that. So I feel like... Um, what's really important is that you're comfortable because like I said, good sex comes with communication. It comes with being comfortable and it comes with time and getting to know someone's body. Like if you think about it, the first time you have sex with somebody, how often does it happen where they give you an orgasm really quick or they just know what your favorite sex positions are and they just know how to make make you feel good and you just know how to make them orgasm like it's it's it takes time when you sleep with somebody new it takes time to really learn each other's bodies and i think enjoy that process like don't don't feel like oh my god i haven't made him come in within 10 minutes so I must be shit like no we're gonna enjoy this I'm gonna enjoy learning his body and and what feels good for him and what he doesn't like and that's this is what's pleasurable for me do you know what I mean so yeah it's hard for me to really give any particular advice like I feel like a lot of you are expecting me to be like grab the cock. do you know what I mean but I'm not <laughs> because what feels good for one person is so different for somebody else so all I will say is communicate make sure you're not doing anything you're not comfortable with and yeah enjoy enjoy the learning of somebody's body it's 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 an it's an enjoyable process and it should be pleasurable okay um somebody says I'm so scared I'm so scared to do it I'm like petrified by the way I'm 18 how do I get over this like I said, we all have this build up in our head of like, oh my God, sex is going to be really fucking traumatic and I'm going to bleed and it's going to be agonizing and I'm I'm going to be shit in bed. And it's like, listen, your priority should be feeling comfortable. Like that is the main thing. And if, if you're not in a position where you're like, I'm horny and want to have sex, do not do it. Like, Don't be like, oh, I'm in bed with somebody and they're horny and I'm at an age where I could lose my virginity, so maybe I should. Or I'm in a relationship and he's getting horny, so maybe I should give him my virginity. If you're not aroused, <laughs> that word's making, giving me the it. if you're not horny, right then don't have sex like you should have sex because you want it not because you feel like you should or because it's expected of you never ever ever do something you don't want to do that is the main thing i want to make very fucking clear from this episode never do anything you're not comfortable with and you're 18 that's so young like don't stress never ever stress and if you never stress about what age you're having sex or losing your virginity and, and stuff like that like make sure you're comfortable. That is my number one piece of advice for everybody. Sex is not pleasurable. If you're uncomfortable, it's not pleasurable for anyone. So I don't know if you're petrified, I would just say, you know, it's not the time for you. And that's okay. Um, and when you feel when it feels right, and, it, and you feel ready to do that with somebody, you will and that's when you'll do it and everything will be fine. Like you have to understand, it is not this big scary thing sex is great, like, I love sex, and you will enjoy it over time, like, it's one of those things that gets better over time, nobody, not nobody, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's people that have, it's rare that your virginity is just, like, fucking amazing, like, oh my god, it is insane, I fucking came everywhere, do you know what I mean, like, it's, it's usually, like, it's scary, and it's uncomfortable, and and it's weird, and it's new, and, and it feels wrong, because you're like, I've never done this, nobody's ever been inside me before, and, it's it's overwhelming but it it should feel like you're in control and if if you do not feel like you're in control i cannot stress enough do not do it if you do not feel like you're in control do not do it that is my number one piece of advice for anybody listening who hasn't lost their virginity yet
1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight
2: loss. Okay, next one. Any tips on overcoming stigma of increase in body count, please? Love your podcast. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I feel like every time we have sex with somebody we go fuck gotta add that one to the list in the notes (laughs) how many am I on now do you know what I mean but at the end of the day I always say this on my podcast what the fuck is body count like if you actually think about it right let's say I've been in a relationship for seven years and I've had frequent sex with this person for seven years my the amount of times I've had sex could be thousands right and then I'll compare it to somebody, a friend of mine, who's been single for seven years and has had casual sexual partners, maybe I don't know, two a year. So her body counts fourteen. And my okay, let's say three a year. Her body counts because that's that's likely, isn't it? You can have sex with three people a year. Do you know what I mean? Over seven years. Fuck me, that's low, really. If you're single and you're not in a relationship, three a year, Christ. So that's 21. Your body count's 21. Mine's one. You've had sex 21 times. Maybe some of them, there were a few times. So we'll say you've had sex like, I don't know, 50 times, maybe. I've had sex like thousands of times, but I'm the good one and and you're the dirty bitch apparently. Do you know what I mean? It makes no fucking sense. Just because they're different people, why does that make a difference? As long as I'm being safe and I'm not not catching or spreading anything, what the fuck is body count all about? What is the stigma all about? It makes no fucking sense to me. I don't get it. And do you know what else I don't get? Why people give a fuck about anybody else's? Like, why does it concern you, how many people I've had sex with? I don't care how many people you've had sex with. I couldn't care less I'm not I couldn't be less interested in the amount of willies you've had could not care less do you know what I mean like what is it the judging I don't get it like can I just say this now women love to have sex women love sex sex is fucking brilliant what the fuck is it why does it belong to men why is sex like a man thing and we are the object that gets fucked no I'm fucking you babe do you know what I mean though no. like actually think about like when you actually deep body count and how people get judged for it it's like oh my god you know she's had sex with like 40 people who cares why do you care like when I hear people say things like that, I literally say like um, like why is that of a concern to you like just out of curiosity why do you care if she's having safe sex if she's wrapping the penises up before they go inside her vagina, why do you care like, why do you care? What is wrong with that? Who is she hurting? No one. Do you know what I mean, though? Actually, deep that. But while we're on the topic, somebody said, I'm really curious to know how many of you, Um, sorry, Uh, the body count of your listeners. So I put up a poll saying, what is your body count? And first option was below five. Second option was between five and 10. Third option was between 11 and 20. And the last option was 21+. plus. I wanted to put another one saying fuck knows, but you can only have four options. So the poll actually stands at, let's have a look. The winner with 53% of votes is below five. And then in second place, we have 25% of votes. We have five to 10. And then 15%, we have 11 to 20. And then 7%, we have 21+. plus so interesting most of you like more than half of my listeners have had sex of less than five people now I'm not going to say my specific body count but I'll say I am not in the 53% put it that way everybody has like their story and I feel like that is a, your body your body count tends to be a result of that so you know if you're somebody who's been in a long-term relationship for years and years and years you're probably in the under five percent Oh, sorry under five if you're somebody who's been in a relationship for a long time and then you realize I want to live my life I don't want to settle down at this young age you might be you might be in in the seven percent do you know what I mean and if you are as you fucking should you know what I mean do not explain yourself to anybody yeah that was an interesting one I actually was quite shocked I expected the numbers to be higher I can't lie um so yeah I mean that was fun I enjoyed hearing about all of your body counts so very interesting so now I asked you guys to send me your worst sex stories so I'm really excited I, uh, I haven't read any of these and I'm so intrigued to hear what disasters you guys have had so without further ado let's get into your worst sex stories Okay. So this first one is actually quite sweet. She says, I came on my period during sex once and afterwards he went to get me toilet roll to clean up lol. I think that's really sweet. Do you know how many people have, uh uh-huh, how many of you have said that you came on your period during sex? That's never happened to me, you know. It's never happened. Um, like that would be so unlucky, like, out of all the hours in the day to start bleeding. It was when there was a fucking penis inside me. Do you know what I mean? But then maybe you were already bleeding a little bit, but hadn't come out yet. And then the willy has gone up and and made the blood come out with the willy. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like it's quite sweet. The way he like got you some toilet rolls, clean up, it's sweet. Okay. Somebody said, um, after giving head, he finished in my mouth and I sneezed and cum came out of my nose. Oh, I bet that would burn. Like, I bet that will actually sting a little bit. Oh, has that happened to anybody else? Out of curiosity, how many of you guys have thrown up on a dick? I know there's loads of you. I know it. I know there's a few of you that have burped and a little bit of six come up on a on a cock. <laughs> cock. It's <Ew. laughs> such a like horny word, isn't it? Cock. Do you know what I mean? Not horny as in like sexy. It just feels like a dirty word. Like, I feel like you only use that in a dirty way. Cock. Oh god, this podcast is gonna get taken down. Spotify gonna be like, no, no, can't enter the internet. But then, if you've heard some of Call Her Daddy podcast, I'm nothing compared to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, somebody said so gross, but I had a bogey falling out when me and my boyfriend were having sex. So I picked the bogey out and held on to it the whole time. I couldn't let him see it. Oh, that is shit, mate. I mean, I suppose what else are you gonna do? Could you not just, like, put it back in and hide it up? No. What are you going to do there? You could have flicked it miles away. Was it a wet bogey? Was it a crusty one? Oh, God. That is that is kind of gross, I can't lie. But, like, well done you for getting around that sneakily. I like, I like the plan of action that we had there. First time a boy went down on me, he had a nosebleed and thought it was my period oh and you're like no babe your nose is bleeding oh that's so awkward isn't it how awkward is that he's like um I think you're on your period and you're like "Mm, why didn't you go and have a look in the mirror oh god that is so awkward but to be fair if somebody was down on me and their face had blood all over it I would assume it was my period as well I'd be like oh my god what would you do? Because I wouldn't want him to know. So I'd probably try and like wipe it off of his face. I mean, they would know surely they can taste blood. Oh, God, fuck. That is so fucking awkward. Um, Let's see. His sister, eight years old, walked in on us. I slid off next to him, but my ass was still out of the covers. So his little sister seen my ass oh no that's so awkward I caught his foreskin with my ring ow oh that would be a killer surely um somebody said he was eating caramel ice cream and then licking down there calling it my kitty saying he was soothing it he then took off his hat and I've never had the ick so bad in my life why did he have his hat on when he was down on you first of all He took it off while we were having sex, so I couldn't exactly stop then, but I had to close... Wait, what does she mean, his hat? I'm so confused. Then she says, I had to close my eyes and imagine someone else. I asked him to bend me over to make it easier for me. He was also moaning my name like a girl, then processed... Oh, proceeded to talk about Kitty after. The actual sex wasn't even bad, but everything around it was. That is horrifying like imagine having sex with someone and they're calling it your kitty Oh. oh no no and no again imagine your kitty kitty i imagine like a boy from chelsea says that kitty because i i like the word kitty is gross like how i'd naturally say it is kitty but that i can't imagine somebody saying kitty so i imagine kitty and then i imagine it's a boy from chelsea kitty do you know what i mean I mean whatever each to their own somebody says when I lost my virginity to my boyfriend we were both so drunk and didn't realize I had my tampon in the whole fucking time was not discovered until the next night shit how many of you guys have had sex with tampons in because I hear that story a lot from you guys that is honestly a horror of mine like sometimes even when I'm not my period I'll be like do I have a tampon in like I'm so scared of that oh my god horrifying because it can be very dangerous a lot of Magaluf stories here, guys. More of the story is, don't have sex in Magaluf because it's where a lot of you guys get your horror stories from. I had sex with a guy in Magaluf, which is already bad. Slept with a guy and then not long after, slept with his brother like half hour later. I didn't know it was his brother and said about how tiny the first guy's dick was. He goes, uh, that's my brother. Went on to have sex with the second brother every night of the holiday. No... Why do boys have no problem sharing girls? Like, how come you're having sex with a guy and then his brother is happy to put it in after his brother just did? That, to me, is weird behaviour. Like, you've just had sex with a guy and then his brother's had sex. Not from you. I mean, it's interesting behaviour from you, but I don't find that as weird. What I find weird is, like, a guy putting his penis where his brother's penis has just been. Like even if it was years ago, I'd still be like, weird. Like your brother's penis has been in there, but like the fact that it was like literally five minutes later, I'm. I find... i do not think that's all right. I actually don't. Um. Somebody said he said another girl's name whilst he ejaculated inside me. What would you do? Because it's too late then. He just came in you. Nah. What would you actually do? What would you do? oh my god imagine that okay let me imagine this I'm having sex somewhere and then he goes Millie (gasps) I'll kill him I would kill him I think I'd go prison for murder I wouldn't I actually wouldn't don't arrest me that is fucking horrible I'm so sorry you had to experience that I'm not gonna lie somebody said I started crying when I had my first orgasm oh I feel like it's overwhelming though it's probably overwhelming it's like that feeling of like oh my god I've never felt this feeling in my body before I think that's really sweet I think that's sweet um somebody says I had sex in a lift that was fun but I swear every lift has a camera in and also it's kind of terrifying because those doors could open at any moment and that's kind of scary like very scary to me I'm not really a risky sex person though like as we've discovered when I read when I read out your confessions and I'm always like wow I've never done that I've never done that I'm I'm not really someone that has public sex it's not something I do um but you guys are doing it all for me so I don't feel so bad about it um a guy I met on a night out had a nosebleed on my cat emoji, <laughs> on my kitty, I wanted to die. What is it with guys' nose bleeding on the puss? That is insane to me. What is that all about, hey? Any guys listening? How come your noses are bleeding on the puss? I mean, I feel sorry for you. I don't think I'd feel that embarrassed. I mean, it probably cringe me out, like all all the blood from your nose is just pouring, pouring down my clitoris. Do you know what I mean? Clitoris. I'd be a bit like... Uh, yeah, I'd be a bit scared, but I wouldn't feel awkward, I don't think, because like I said, I'm not having sex with someone I'm not comfortable with in the first place. So if they did have a nosebleed, I'd probably just be like, oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? Jesus. That's scary. I got a vibrating bullet lost in my vagina. He let go and bye bye Never put a bullet in the puss, okay? I have heard so many horror stories i watched a documentary where it literally got so far up inside her because obviously it vibrates so it like wiggles have you ever just held a vibrator in your hand they move it's like a hamster right that up in your vagina it's wriggling its way up scary like do not put a bullet in the hole the bullet is for the clitoris okay the dildo is a safe size there is literally somebody in the room next door to me right now and they're probably thinking what the fuck is she talking about um somebody said i broke my bed in half when i lost my virginity Lil, jesus christ hun like when i lost my virginity i was like oh oh, don't move don't move don't move please don't move you're breaking beds okay babe you do you look at me again nobody enjoys their first time it's because i didn't i bet you all loved it actually didn't you you're listening to me thinking, Leah, what are you talking about? Everyone enjoys their first time. And I'm I'm the minority. I'm like, oh. Yeah, and same. yeah, I loved it. I had such a good time. Loved it. Felt really nice. <laughs> um, Somebody said, during a one night stand, he had no foreskin and was literally the size of a finger. It was not enjoyable. He then told me he loved me during it. What? One night stand. He told you he loves you. This boy has some issues, I think. Or he was imagining somebody else. Called me baby and took an hour to finish. Worst thing was, I knew who he was from all of high school and came from the same small town. Let's just say I can't look at him the same. Oh, I mean, imagine having a one-night son. He's like, I love you. I would just think he was a bit of a psycho and I'd probably enjoy it. Like, I'd probably be like, oh my God, this guy's a fucking freak. He's crazy. The love bomb. ha <laughs> ha. He's love bombing me, he's a narcissist, I love it. <laughs> this is just my type, I'm kidding. I mean, that is kind of alarming to me. I feel like maybe he was picturing somebody else, what do you guys think to that one? Am I a bitch for saying that? Am I a bitch? So, honestly, that was really fun, I really enjoyed it. Okay, I'm going to finish off with a couple more of your questions before I wrap up the episode. So, somebody says, losing sex drive in a relationship, is it normal and how do you get it back? So, I feel like sex drive is such a difficult thing because it can come down to so many things like your hormones, your mental health, as I always say, your stress levels, your tiredness, your sexual connection in your relationship like, so many things, your self esteem, your confidence, anything. So, it's really difficult to pinpoint it. And I feel like there's no way I can sit here and be like, oh, it's this, you know, because everybody, I had a lot of people sending that when I put this story up. I cannot tell you how many people said losing your sex drive in a relationship or my partner has a higher sex drive than me or my sex drive is higher than my partner's. And what I will say is if you are a woman and you're on the pill, it could be that. Have a look if it's one of your side effects and stuff like that. But what I will say is try and think about what it could be for yourself personally. Um, Because obviously, this is very situational, like what what one person's um, reasoning for this is could be so different to anybody else's. So I can't tell you what that is. But I will say that it's really common. And it's really actually quite normal. And especially for it to go up and down, like if you're struggling with maintaining a high sex drive, so normal, but if it's been really low for a long time, have a look into what you think that might be, you can actually talk to a GP about it as well. So I really recommend that if it's something that is quite bothering you a lot or if it's been going on for a long time and there's loads of different reasons but I will say that it's actually really common and really normal so please do not feel stressed or upset about it moving forward from that one somebody's actually sent one in saying I feel like being on the pill has a really negative impact on sex drive any advice so I feel like my only real advice for that would be to talk to a GP um, about what other options you might have that it might not have that impact on you because you know if that isn't working for you then there are other options um, and you can explore them. But also, hopefully your body can adjust. Like if you're new on the pill, um, your body can take up to like six months to really get used to it and stuff. And then it might come back. So yeah, definitely talk to your GP about that one because it is obviously a medical thing. And I'm literally so unqualified to give any advice on that. So... (laughs) somebody says, what is a healthy amount to have sex in a relationship? So I feel like my response to everything is just going to be, oh, it depends on the person. Everyone's different, but it really does. Everybody is so different, especially sexually. So I feel like whatever works for you is what works for you. And do not let anybody tell you that it's too much or not enough. Um, If you and your partner are both happy and you're both on the same page and you're both feeling satisfied sexually, then that is the healthy amount. Do you know what I mean? So as long as you're communicating, oh my god, I'm like a broken record, you're communicating with your partner, and you feel, you both feel satisfied, and you both feel content with the amount that you're having sex, that is a healthy amount, in my opinion, um, and fuck everybody else, and fuck the people that are like, we've been together 10 years, and we have sex twice a day, good for you, that sounds amazing, I'm happy to have sex with my husband once a month, and that's how we work and he's happy with that whatever you're happy with is what you what's going to work for you personally once a month wouldn't do it for me but like I said everyone's different <laughs> okay guys let's wrap up the episode Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. This was such a good episode. I feel like I really enjoyed just being able to talk about things that I didn't really have anyone talking about when I was growing up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had my sister to talk to about this stuff. And if I didn't have a sister, I would have had no one. Like, we were so scared to talk to each other about it in school. And we're all going through the same thing. We're all scared. Like, there was no older figure to be like, Don't worry about it, babe. Do what you want to do. Do it when you're comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Like, sex is fun. I didn't have that. It was like, don't get pregnant. You know, like in Mean Girls, I was like, don't get pregnant because you will die. No. Don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. That's essentially what we're taught in school. So, like, there was nobody there to be like, sex should be pleasurable for women too. So, I hope I can be someone's friend who needs a bit of support, needs to need someone to make sex sound and feel way more normal because like I said when I was younger sex belonged to men and it didn't matter if it was pleasurable for women and I'm telling you it does matter and it does matter if you're comfortable and it does matter if you feel safe so yeah I love you guys so much this episode was really really nice what should we talk about next I feel like the next one we'll do the um the self love episode. So get in any di- any um yeah dilemmas. We can do self love dilemmas actually. Any DMs, any dilemmas, any questions, any specific topics surrounding self love that you'd like me to cover. Send them in to me on Instagram DM at Lear on the line or Lear on the line at gmail dot com, whichever you'd prefer. And yeah, I've absolutely loved this episode. I hope you guys have the best weekend. If you are having sex this weekend, make sure it's not with your ex. Don't text your ex, text me instead. Always have safe sex, first of all. Um, And second of all, not with your ex. Okay, fantastic. I love you guys so much. And I will speak to you on Sunday for our bonus episode, which is going to be a fun little game of Never Have I Ever. All right. I love you so much. I will speak to you on Sunday. I love you. Bye. Hold
0: up. What was that?